We're going to continue on in, in my series on sin here and, and, its, and its effects in, in the world and how um, we as believers can overcome it in this life. Um, sin, sin is a terrible thing that we know entered into the world. And, uh, you know, there is uh, no, one, no one that could say that I'm not a sinner. And we need to understand that. Um, you know, I believe in the difference that Christ makes. And, 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 and we, we may live a sinful life before we come to Christ. But when we come to Christ, He transforms us so that we no longer have to be characterized by our sin. We, don't know, we no longer have to be called sinners. doesn't mean in the past that we haven't been sinners. At some point, everyone's been a sinner because all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But there's a transformation, a, a freedom that Christ gives so that we, we can escape the bonds of sin in this life. Turn with me, if you, if you will, to uh, Genesis chapter 6. The, uh, the first uh, 11 chapters of, of uh, Genesis, or, or I would say that from, from chapter 3 on through verse 11, is about how sin not only corrupted Adam and his family, but corrupted the whole world. And I want to read those verses to you. Beginning at verse 5, it says this, The Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord regretted that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him to his heart. So the Lord said, I will blot out man whom I created from the face of the land, man and animals and creeping things, and birds of the heavens, for I am sorry that I had made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Let's pray again. Lord, we just ask God that you would add a blessing to the reading and to the hearing of your word. Father, let it go forth and not return void. And help me, Lord, as I try to expound on it this morning. And it's in your name I pray. Amen. Many people have fond memories of, of growing up with, with, with their fathers, and especially if you had a good father. I, I had a good father, and a, a father who loved me, who cared for me, and I'm so grateful for that. Not, not everyone does have a father um, or grew up with a father that, that loved and cared for them. Um, I'm, I've, I've been fortunate in my life. But one of the things that, that fathers do is that they, they correct us. Um, when we're doing wrong. And that, that, that's the role of a father. Um, it, it, it saddens me today that, that fathers are so checked out, it seems to be, in modern times. And uh, they uh, don't, don't really seem to uh, care for, for um, uh, the kids that, 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 that they, uh, they, they father. And, and it's saddened because, and the way, way you can tell that is because those kids are undisciplined a lot of times. I, I think you can tell how good a father is sometimes by by uh, how, how disciplined his children are, especially in public. There's nothing worse to me than, than, than kids running around in a store and, and, and their parents just letting them do that. Um, but, you know, if you're out in public like that and your kids are acting up, uh, you're, you're, you're easily embarrassed. Uh, if you teach them at home how to behave, you wouldn't be embarrassed when you get out in public. And sometimes kids are kids. I understand that, but, uh, you know, we... Fathers are very, very important in, in, in a child's life, especially when it comes uh, to punishment. 
And, um, you know, my, my sister and I, um, we, we often tested Dad's limits. And uh, the way I knew that we had reached uh, our limit is that he barely even said a word. He just rolled his eyes. I don't know. It was something like, like out of one of those horror movies where somebody rolls their eyes into the back of their heads. And then you knew, um, you know, that, that you were uh, about to uh, be, be punished for something that, that, that you've done or for acting up too much. And, um, you know, you get that I said to do this, and you're like, yep, yep, yep. It, it, it's like, like the, the, the rat scattering deserting the ship. <laughs> but, you know, fathers exist for that kind of thing and uh, to, uh, to uh, keep discipline um, in our children. And, and he wasn't hard as far as spanking and, or beatings and those kinds of things um, growing up. Um, you know, if, if he had to, he did. Um, most of the time it was, it was uh, he said stop, and we did because we did what was coming. <laughs> And, uh, you know, mom was the main disciplinarian, too, and she didn't put up with much of anything. So I, I, I think in some ways uh, he was a little bit easier than her. Um, but, but fathers get, are, are very, very key, and, and, and even more so um, when it comes to um, the wickedness that we see in the world. Not, not, not just the, these bad behaviors that we know all kids do, but, 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 but it's important to know that, that evil in the world is, is often restrained um, because of, of the way a, a, a parent raises their, their child. Now, we all have choices, of course, and we all make personal choices. Um, but a lot of times the way that we are raised affects how we, we make decisions, and, 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 and how we are raised uh, you know, can, can often um, help, help wickedness and violence um, continue on in the world. I mean, a, a lot of what's happening today I think could be attributed to a lack of fatherhood. A, a, a father taking care of his, of his kids, loving them, but while also disciplining them. Uh, fa you know, uh, fathers are largely checked out. And, and I can tell you that um, the, the most common factor among prisoners, and this statistic still bears out last I checked, is that, is that the, the common factor among all, it's not about race, and, and, you know, it's... It, it's not about gender so much as crime statistics go, but most people in those prisons were fatherless when they grew up. The father was completely checked out. And, and uh, you know, that's largely responsible for a lot of the wickedness and violence and evil that we see in the world is because fathers are checked out. There's no fear of fathers. And what's worse, it seems like in our society, is that um, men are constantly being torn down, especially white men, I'll say that. But, but men are being torn down in our society. And, and, and it's in our entertainment, it's, 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 it's being preached out there um, by, by politicians and activists that, that, uh, that, that men aren't needed, men aren't necessary, uh, fathers aren't really needed. And, uh, and not only that, that, that they'll degrade them as, as foolish or, or dumb. Um, if, if you watch some of these kids' shows that are out there today, um, I, I, have, I, you know, I haven't watched them a lot lately, but there, there were some that I used to enjoy on the Disney Channel and watch them. But, but I soon began to realize that in those kids' shows, you know, they're, they're focused on a kid audience, um, but when they do that, you know, the, the parents are either not there, they're checked out, or, or they're, they're just a, a couple of stupid idiots who have no idea or what, what's going on 
in the world or, or in, in their home. And, 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 and they're betrayed that, uh, portrayed that way. Um, and, and a lot of times how um, we view our fathers is how we view God. And, uh, you know, God is, is like a father to us. And uh, even though we, we tend to look at a passage like this one in Genesis 6 and think, well, God, God is, is wrathful, God is vengeful, we have to remember that, that God is a father. And there are times where he is going to judge and punish people because of their wickedness. And why is that? Why is that? Is it because God is a tyrant? Let's look at this. The corruption that began with Adam, it, it, it spread throughout all the human race. We talked last week about how God gave Adam a simple test. It, it, it was a simple test. Do not eat of the tree of the knowledge of, of, of good and evil. Because what, when, they, when they took of it, they, they would know what good and evil is, and they would be able to decide for themselves what was right and what was wrong. I mean, that, that was the point of, of not eating of that tree. That the point of, of, of not eating of the tree, first of all, was, was, was to obey God and, and, and remember that He is a Father who knows best for us. But the other thing is, um, God, God determines what's right or wrong. And by taking of, of, of the fruit of that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, that meant that mankind for themselves could try to decide what's good and evil apart from God. And because of that, God, um, I think he was, he was saddened by it, but, uh, but knew it was a possibility because he, he placed that test out there. And, of course, we, we know that, that Adam and Eve um, were cursed. The serpent was cursed. They were cast out of the garden. And it wasn't long before um, his sons, uh, Cain and Abel, um, you know, uh, Cain was jealous of Abel because of the sacrifices he gave to God were accepted, and Cain's weren't, and so Cain decided to kill his brother. And that, that shows that sin had begun its spread throughout, throughout the world. And if you read the generations after Noah there in, in chapter 5, in chapter five um, you know, you begin to see the pattern. Um, you know, Adam and Eve had another son named Seth, and, 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 and they were a righteous line, but, but towards the end of that line, they had become corrupt. And then you look at Cain's lineage, and it was corrupt all the way through. And, and some, some terrible things were, were, were mentioned, especially about a man named Lamech. Uh, it said that Lamech took two wives, and he was, he was saying that whatever um, um, vengeance came upon Cain, said, you know, um, I, I, I'll commit it twofold or tenfold. And it was, um, you know, just wicked pride and wickedness. And um, if, if, you ever, if you ever see anybody trying to defend bigamy or polygamy in the Bible, just know that, that the Bible looks on that in a negative light. Even though, even though it existed, it was, it was a negative thing from the very beginning. I mean, it doesn't mention that Lamech had two wives for, you know, um, for kicks, it mentions it because it was, it was showing the, the, the spread and corruption of sin in the earth. So by the time of Noah, that, that corruption had, had just spread all through the human race. Um, all had sin. And, and, and it says here in, in the passage, it tells us exactly what was going on. It says, verse 5, The Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, 
and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. It also says earlier in, in chapter 6 that the earth was filled with violence. It, it talks about how the earth, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, in verse 11, it talks about how the earth was filled with violence after, after this passage. It was just, that, that there was violence, that there was chaos, people were, were killing each other, uh, there, there was no restraint on the evil that was happening in the world because of the corruption that, that sin had caused throughout it. It, it. it just passed on from generation to generation. And to the, to the breaking point, to where God finally says, it's time for me to step in and, and, and put an end to this. To stop this, this, this wickedness, to stop this violence, to stop the, the evil that has so corrupted mankind. Turning away from God, turning away from His ways, uh, you know, beginning to turn to other gods even in this period. They had forgotten who God was. They had forgotten His will and His way. And how good His will and ways went, are. Because we know that, that when people lived, in, when Adam and Eve lived in the garden, um, the, the thing that made that paradise was their relationship with God. He would come and show up and, and uh, they, they would have, I, I can imagine them having meals together. That they, they, he talked with them. He walked with them in, in the cool of the evening. Um, you know, uh, it talks about the, the song in the garden, um, you know, that, that Jesus walked with them, uh, or, or God walked with them in, that, in those days, and, and he met with them and communed with them. It, it was a beautiful and glorious thing. That they, that, those days were long gone. They had forgotten that, that unity, that pleasure, that happiness, that joy, that enjoyment. And all they, all they knew was um, jealousy and, and hatred and strife. And notice it says here, it doesn't just talk about um, uh, sinful actions. It talks about what was in their hearts and minds. Everything they intended, their, their will, their intentions, were fixed upon committing evil and wickedness. And, and, and every thought that came across their mind was for evil. And, and I can imagine that um, to today it's probably as worse, if not much worse, than what it was um, back then. Um, but, but, but their thoughts were constantly focused on evil. No, what we would call a moral restraint anywhere. People had forgotten God. People had forgotten who He was. That, that they were living that, their own life and, and doing what they thought was right in their own eyes. And, and, and the violence and corruption was threatening to destroy all of His creation. The violence and corruption had spread through this whole earth. So much so that it says here that it grieved God to His heart. It broke God's heart to see, see how, how, how evil mankind had become, how, how horribly violent and wicked they had become towards each other. It had destroyed, almost destroyed, His creation. And we tend to think of God as, as, as uh, being wrathful. Sometimes we talk about that in Christian circles. God was full of anger and wrath and, and in the Old Testament. He was ready to... Um, white people out on a whim. 
Um, but I don't see that, that, that here. And, and also that this idea that uh, uh, the people broke the law or God's law, broke his moral code, and so he was going to um, exact justice on them. Um, I, I think those things tend, tend to miss the mark when we're talking about God and, and, and his, uh, his destruction here that happens um, in the days of Noah. Their sin, their wickedness had broken God's heart. He was saddened by it. He was upset about it. It hurt him. And that's what happens with, with, with our sin. The, the sinful corruption of, of, of mankind and their sinful actions that follow from it grieve God to his heart. When you sin, you're hurting the heart of God. You're not just breaking a rule. You're not just um, do, do, doing something that, uh, against the, the, the law, so to speak, the God's law. We're talking about God as a father loving his creation, and yet they've turned away from them for a life from him for a life of violence. And and, and it was it was a sad situation. And sometimes you know, a good father um, may may have mercy for 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 a while, and, and maybe he, maybe they'll let things go for a little bit, and. Um, you know, and, and maybe try to talk to them and, and, and correct their kids. But there comes a time when um, uh, words aren't, aren't enough. You know, you, you, you've got to um, at some time uh, apply the, uh, the hand to, to the seat of education, so to speak. <laughs> um, so, you know, and I, I think, you know, to, to me, when I, when I think about God's judgment here, and, and, I, and I think it bears out in the rest of Scripture as I look at... We, we've been talking about the prophets on Sunday nights. We're, we're in, the, in the minor prophets right now. That, that if God had not stepped in, everything would have been destroyed. All His creation would have been um, corrupted and destroyed. I think He stepped in really and truly before it was too late. And why do I say that? Because there was one man that he found on earth that was righteous. Then that, that was Noah. And Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. I, it, it's hard for me to, me to say, but, but there was one man named Noah. Only one person in, in, in this world that God had created. That he found, that found favor with God. A, a man who honored God. And a man who was considered righteous by God. Just that one man, and because uh, this, this man's family was, was there, God decided to spare Noah and his family from this destruction that was coming. So, so, he, so even, it, even though the, this was a worldwide flood, it, it, even though he, he wiped out the human race, even though he wiped out animals, and it talks about the animals and the wild beasts were also uh, wiped out. Everything that, that was on the surface of the earth um, and, and even the birds of the air would die because they don't have any, didn't have anywhere to land. <laughs> um, even though he wiped out the whole earth, he still had that one little, uh, what, I, what we call remnant, of people who, who, who loved the Lord and gave, their, gave themselves to him. And so even though you know, all of this grieved God's heart, and even though all of this um, 
hurt him to the point where he decided, I'm going to have to um, step in and, and do something to, to correct all of this. He still had mercy and grace for his creation. And he saved the one family who had found favor with him and who were righteous. And, you know, I feel sorry for God. And um, sometimes I, when, when I think about it, <clears throat> you know, um, wiping out the human race was, was, was an extreme move. And I'm sure most of us think about that as an extreme move. Uh, to, to just wipe out everything with, with, with the great worldwide flood is a terrible thing. But we have to remember that God judges sin. And God will judge sin. He will judge sin in, 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 in us. He, 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 will, he will judge sin in the world. And even though He is still a merciful God who loves His people, there comes a time where, where God says it's time for the punishment to come. Because, uh, because people have gone too far, and it's time for a correction. And this is, you know, I, I think it's a theme that comes up through the whole Bible, as, as I was saying. You know, we, we talk a lot, you hear the prophets talk a lot about God's judgment is coming. Um, when, when the nation of Israel formed under, under King David, they all came together. It wasn't long a, after the reign of Solomon, David's son, that, that the kingdom split in two. And there was a northern kingdom and a southern kingdom. And the northern kingdom um, broke away from not only um, their Israelite brothers, but they also broke away from the temple and started worshiping idols. And um, the, uh, the southern kingdom, you know, they, they stayed true to the Lord for many years, but that northern kingdom, it wasn't long before they were wiped out because of their sin. The Assyrians came. But it's because they had turned away from God. They, they had turned their hearts from Him and, and gone into wickedness. Um, you know, when we think about idolatry, um, first of all, we're talking about people who worship something that's not real. <laughs> but there was all sorts of, of evil practices that went along with worshiping those gods. Child sacrifices even. Human sacrifices, child sacrifices. God stepped in in His judgment to keep everything from being destroyed. He wiped out those who, who were committing the wickedness, but there were people in that time where He had a remnant who were faithful to Him. And, and, and those often went off into captivity. Some, some of them suffered and died. I'm not going to pretend that, that, that they didn't die in, in war. But some of them were taken into captivity and moved around, those who survived. God always has a remnant. Same thing with the southern kingdom of Judah. The Babylonians later came to power. They defeated the Assyrians, and then they came into the southern kingdom. And again, Jerusalem had fallen into idolatry. They had fallen into wickedness. They, they, they were committing all kinds of crimes against um, the, the, the widows and the orphans. Uh, the poor people that they were, you know, all, and it, then also, you know, that they had fallen into the worship of Moloch, where they were sacrificing children too. S -s same kind of thing with the northern kingdom. And Babylon came in; they they destroyed them, they destroyed the temple, but there was still a remnant of people um, that were taken out of uh, out of uh, the southern kingdom of Judah and taken into Babylon as. 
uh, to live there. As, as, and they were exiles from their own home. God stepped in to stop wickedness from destro completely destroying his people, but he always seemed to gather a remnant of people to, to rescue them. In other words, God's judgment is not about destroying everything or wiping everything out. But it's about protecting what remains. It's about protecting His righteous people. And I believe God stepped in at this time and had to. Otherwise, they would probably have wiped each other out from all the violence that was happening anyway. So God decided to help Noah. Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. And therein is the hope that we find in that judgment. You know, yes, our wickedness and our evil brings about God's judgment so that He can um, stop that wickedness and evil from destroying everything and then, then be able to save the, the, this small remnant of people because they had found favor in His eyes. And, and to me, that, that, that's the whole story of salvation. That's the whole story of salvation right here in, in Genesis chapter 6. Some people will call it a, um, a, a prequel, so to speak, to, uh, to what he did, did through Jesus Christ. This is exactly what, what, what God, God does. All of these little scenes where God is, is, saving, is, is destroying the wicked and saving His people is, is setting people up for this coming Messiah, Jesus Christ. And Jesus came into the world. And Jesus became the one that tried to show us how to live as God lived. And then, in, in, in order to um, exact God's justice in the world and His judgment, instead of that judgment falling on all humanity again, it fall, it, it, he, he took the judgment on Himself. And, and, and even though He was innocent and suffered and died in our behalf, in other words, He paid our debt to God that, that we owed because of our sins. And because of those who believed in Jesus Christ, even though they weren't righteous people, but they believed in Jesus Christ, God showed favor to them. And He cleansed them and forgave them of their sins. And now is bringing them into their kingdom. And that's been happening ever since um, you know, Jesus came on the scene. I mean, I mean God began His salvation plan long before... Um, uh, Jesus came. We see that here in Noah chapter six, in uh, Genesis chapter six, with the story of Noah. But his salvation plan culminates in the Son Jesus Christ. All those centuries were, were to teach people that sin is terrible. Sin grieves God. Sin destroys everything because it breeds violence and death, and 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 and, and continues on corrupting the world. God steps in, just like a loving father would, to correct people and correct us. And set things right. And often that means excising the sinfully wicked who refuse to repent and continue to live in their own way. And it's not like the, the, the people on this, on this earth um, during this time of Noah um, didn't know what, what was going on. Noah, you know, he had years to build this ark. And he kept warning people and they kept mocking Noah. And, and, and instead of instead of repenting and coming to, to God because of it and, and, and seeking to be rescued, 
All they did was, was mock Noah and, 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 his, and the message of him, of him building the ark. He said, we, we've got to do this. It, it's happening. People who turn away from God and continue on in their wickedness are under God's judgment. And, um, you know, if, if we have wickedness in our own hearts, um, we face judgment. Unless we give our hearts and lives to Jesus Christ and, and, and humbly seek Him in our hearts. We, we hear the message of Jesus Christ. We hear the gospel that He brought into the world. We, we hear the, the warnings of God's judgment. And, and, and one of the things we say in our membership vows is that do you have a desire to flee the wrath to come? <laughs> because there is another wrath coming. And, and, and this one's going to fall in a whole human race in a final climatic way. And, and one day, God is going to say, this is the number of people that are coming into my kingdom that, that, that they've already... Uh, made their decisions now. That, that this is the number that, that, I, that I had in mind all those centuries ago. This is the number of people. It, it's, it's time now to put an end to the wickedness and violence and, and restore the Garden of Eden to the earth. And, and all those who, continue, who, have, who have continued on in their sin and continued on in their wickedness, their, their, their thoughts are only evil all the time. They're going to be wiped out and swept away for the final time. And unfortunately they, they face a terrible fate. Which is uh, in hell. Being punished for their sins for all eternity. You know, and I've said this before. Jesus talks more about hell than he does about anything else. Honestly. Just about. You, you don't hear about hell much in the Old Testament. You hear about, a lot about God's judgment. And you hear about people, you know, dying, dying sinful people. Um, but but their, 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 their fate is never discussed other than they died, usually. But, the, but, the, but when we really begin about hearing about hell, it came from Jesus' mouth in the Gospels. Now why would Jesus talk about hell? Because He wanted to warn us <clears throat> to escape it. Because, that's, because of the corruption, that, that's where all humanity is going. All, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And, and, and unless they accept the Son, Jesus Christ, and what He has done for them on the cross, and unless they, they, they turn away from their sins and, 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 and allow um, God's Spirit to come in and, and, and begin changing their lives, um, you know, the, the only place for them is, is away from God. And, and that they've chosen that. That they've chosen to reject God. They, 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 they've chosen not to listen to the words of, of the prophets or, or, or of Jesus or, or of the pastors that came after. The preachers that came after. They're going to be swept away in God's final judgment. Just like this, this flood that happened thousands of years ago that, that, that filled the whole earth, wiped out everything on the earth. And then what's left is going to be a remnant from which God will start a new heaven and a new earth. Just like He started a new earth with Noah and his family. There's a new heaven and a new earth that's coming. So what do we need to do <laughs> as believers? 
the, the, the conclusion is of, of what we need to do is, is to make sure that we keep sin out of our lives. And the way we do that is to remain humble before God. To remember that there, there, there but by the grace of God go I is, is that, that, that old phrase. If I harbor sin in my heart, if I, if I harbor wickedness or hatred or violence in my heart, if I actually go out, I mean, it's one thing to go out and, and, and commit the, those things, and that, that, that's true, we know that that's wickedness, and justice comes swiftly to those people who, who commit those things um, um, out, you know, out in the world, murder and mayhem and those kinds of things. Um, but, but, you know, there's other things, too, um, that, that, that are just as, as dreadful, and that's spreading lies and gossip and, and uh, slandering people, um, you know, showing hatred and spite towards someone. That, 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 those things are part of all that, that sin problem, too. But a lot of that begins in the heart. And we need, as, if we believe in Jesus Christ and we've accepted Him as our Savior, we need to be constantly asking ourselves, Lord, you know, is there something that, that I'm holding back from You? Is, is there something I'm hiding from You? Is, is, am, I, am I holding um, a grudge against someone in my heart? Am I holding anger towards someone because of what they've said or done to me? Am I being an unforgiving person? See, it, you know, as it says here, that, that's part of the corruption of mankind. The intent of his heart was only evil. The intentions of the, heart, of the thoughts of his heart were only evil continually. It wasn't just about acts of sin. It's those things that, that, that they were holding within that did spill out in, into violence. But it all begins right here in the human heart. The, the, the seed of sin is, is, is within us. And it's within everyone. What we have to do as believers is constantly be asking ourselves, Lord, you know, is, is there anything in me that I need to confess? And Father, forgive me, even the, the psalmist said one time, forgive me of my hidden faults, Lord. I mean, there, there may be some things that we don't know that we've done wrong. Um, sometimes we, we make mistakes. Sometimes we open our mouths and offend someone. And sometimes we need to ask, Lord, you know, I didn't know that I did that. Um, or, or, or that there's hidden faults, that things that I don't know about. I pray that you forgive me of them. You know, all those things that, that we try to hide from others within ourselves in our private lives too. We need to ask God, Lord, examine my heart. We, all I'm saying is we need to be in a constant state, not of fear, but of humility for the Lord and seeking to please Him as someone who is a father who loves us. Let's stand this morning.